Lord, we thank you for this session, part two, the same topic, what makes a good friend or a true friend. Lord, bless our time, encourage our hearts, speak to us again as our hearts come together this evening. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Now, the weather has changed. While I was coming to the camp yesterday, it was warm. And I didn't know it would change, but I just brought this jacket. And I was surprised this afternoon, it started getting colder and colder, and tonight it's really cold. How many of you feel it's cold? Yeah, it's pretty cold. And that's the way it is with friends. That's the way it is. One moment they're with you and they change. Particularly for younger people with lots of hormones moving in your bodies, lots of energy, lots of new things happening. One moment someone's your friend and the next moment they switch. We need to get ready for that switch. We need to know that sometimes the people with you today may not be with you tomorrow. Someone called me yesterday, a long distance call, from another country, another continent, and the person was broken, almost weeping on the phone. Now, this is someone who's almost 40 years, he's not a child. But this person felt so betrayed because he had shared his heart with someone and this person had turned around and used it against him. And he felt so betrayed, felt so broken. I spent some time encouraging, praying with him last night, almost an hour on the phone. Now, I want to say to you, yesterday we looked at good friends and bad friends. We said, you have good friends, you have bad friends, right? Can you remember a verse we looked at that describes a good friend from yesterday? Any verse? Who wants to shout it out? You may not know the verse exactly, but you know what it says. Proverbs what? All right, what does it say? You can't remember. I want someone to tell me any verse you remember. You don't know where it is, but we mentioned it yesterday. All right, a friend sticks closer than a brother, yes? Any other one? Yes. All right, friend loves at all times. Anything else? One more, one more. A friend does not lie. A friend what? Does not lie. Does not lie. Okay. Builds support, encourages you. Now, I'd like to start with that verse, 1 Thessalonians 5.11. It says, encourage one another. Now, I know you don't have your Bibles. Encourage one another, build up each other. 
One way you know a real friend is that you are encouraging each other, building up each other in things that are right. Now, please be aware. If you have someone who's your friend and they are not building you up in what is right and they're pulling you away from what is right, that's not a good friend. As we grow together, you must distinguish who is a good friend, who is building me up in what is right. Next slide. In Isaiah 41, verse 8, now that was just a recap from yesterday. Today, I want to look at something else. Isaiah 41, verse 8, can we read this together on the screen? One to go. Can we read together? But you... Israel are my servant, Jacob, whom I've chosen, the descendants of Abraham, my friend. Who does he call a servant? Israel. Who does he call a friend? Abraham. What's the difference between a servant and a friend? What's the difference? Is there a difference? Yeah. A servant obeys, a friend doesn't? Okay, servant, you have to force him, yes? A friend cares, a servant? Let me get some feedback from you guys, please. Yes. A friend does what? Gives feedback, a servant doesn't. You know what's a major difference between a servant? All right, let me ask again. Why do you think God calls Abraham his friend? Is it that God loves Abraham more than Israel? You think so? Someone says yes, someone says no. Come on, give me feedback. I want to hear from different people in the house. God's closer to Abraham? Now, someone is going there. Yeah, yeah. Someone says Abraham was what? Closer to God. So, my question here is Was it God who determined who was the friend? Or was it Abraham? So, some say Abraham, some say God. So, if you think it's God, does it mean God loves Abraham more than Israel? No. No. Listen to me, guys. Listen to me. God loves Abraham. God loves Israel. But how... You respond to God determines who you are. So, for Abraham, God, Abraham responded to God with love and obedience and commitment. And God said, hey, that's my friend. But Israel responded as a servant. What does that mean? 
A servant only does what they are told to do. Abraham had a soft spot. Abraham was so committed. Abraham felt and gave and believed. Many people are servants in their mind. God says, I want you as a friend. But we have this servant mindset. Something in you that says, oh, got to read my Bible again. Oh, I got to pray again. Oh, it's like God, you just have laws and do's and don'ts. Oh, that's a servant. All right, a servant says, oh, I've got to do this. Oh, I've got to do that. Oh, I have to. Not because I want to, but I have to. That's a servant. But a friend, do you remember yesterday that definition? A friend is someone who comes to your house and then you both just take a nap. You know, a friend doesn't come because they have to do anything. They want to come. They just want to be with you. And so, that's the main difference In the church, we have servants and we have friends. We have people who are just servants. They just do and do because they have to do. Some others, they are friends because their hearts love and their hearts want and their hearts yearn and their hearts desire. As we go on, please ask yourself, am I a friend of God or am I a servant? Am I Israel or Abraham? Where am I? Next, please. Now, to prove God's love, here, God, in the same Isaiah passage we looked at, Isaiah 41, God begins to say, listen, you think you're a servant, Israel, but look at all I've done. I want to bring out seven things God says and has done to show that he wants to be our friend. Can we read together? Can I just ask you to, to read with me Isaiah 41.10? One to go. So, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Next, please. Go on. All who rage against you will be surely ashamed, disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be as nothing. Isaiah 41, 10 to 12. Here there are six things God is saying. He says, I am with you. Now, these are statements of a friend. 
I am with you. Number two, he says, I am your God. Number three, he says, I will strengthen you. Number four, he says, I will help you. Number five, he says, I will uphold you. Number six, he says, I will fight for you. Now, that's a friend, right? That's a friend. God is saying, I will do this for you. I will do this for you. I will support you. I will uphold you. I will defend you. I will fight for you. I am on your side. I'm on your side. God is saying, listen, I am with you. I'm on your side. And that's in the Old Testament, right? And then he says, Are you with me? John 15, 13. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for what? One's friends. Maybe you don't believe in the Old Testament. Jesus comes and says, all right, let me show you what I mean. God said in the Old Testament, I am for you. I will, I will suffer. Look, I will uphold you. I will strengthen you. I would love you. I would fight for you. I will care for you. I will, I will, I will. And people are still saying, yeah, mm, yeah, mm, maybe. So God says, let me prove to you what I mean. God comes in the flesh and what happens? He gives his life. He dies. And that's the seventh thing. God's saying, I'm laying down my life. What does God want to achieve? He says, don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. God wants you as a friend not to be afraid, not to be dismayed. Listen, on the earth, there are so many things that will cause fear, confusion, discouragement, heartbreak. And I can tell you, people will fail you. But God says, even when they fail you, I won't fail you. I won't fail you. I am here for you. I've given my life for you. Jesus calls us friends. Next slide, please. John 15, 15 to 16. He says, I no longer call you what? Servants. Why? A servant does not know his master's business. We'll talk about this tomorrow. Instead, I call you friends. I don't call you servants. I call you friends. Who is a true friend? God says, I am your truest, deepest friend. I'll stand with you in the good days, in the bad days. I'll stand with you. I'll support you. I'll help you. There's a verse that says, 
If God freely gave us Jesus, will he not also with Jesus freely give us what? All things. All things. He's given us the best. He'll give us all things. All things. The Lord is saying, I'm your friend. Would you receive that? Would you receive that? Don't be a servant. Yeah, we need to go to church. Yeah, we need to read our Bibles. Yeah, we need to pray. I know, yeah. It's like, that's a servant mentality. Like, always you have to do it. Not because you want to. You have to. Someone's making you do it. Like we're all in this session here. I think some of you would rather be somewhere else, actually. But you know, you have to. God wants us to go beyond we have to because someone says we should to we want to because we are friends of God. Let me ask you a question. All the girls in the house, all the girls in the house, if you're a girl in the house, listen carefully. You just stood up. I didn't mean you. All the girls in the house. How many girls in the house, when it's time to get married, you'd like to be a second wife? A second wife. Let me see your hand. You said, yeah? Now, listen to me. Only the girls are allowed to speak. Can I? If I hear a boy's voice, I'll call him up here now and do a girl's dance. And I think Moody may be the first person. Okay. So I need only the girls to speak back. Boys, silent. Complete. I want to hear from a girl. Why on earth wouldn't you want to be a second wife? Come on. There are people who do it, right? I know people who do it. I know people who are second wife, who are third wife. Why on earth? Who wants to speak? I want someone who hasn't spoken. Come, there are some people. Yes. Listen. Listen to me here. Listen to me. All right, you will, you'll be the second option. You won't really feel special. Listen to me. Listen to me. She says she will be the second option. She won't feel special. But what, what's your name? Maria. Maria. But listen, Maria, come. Come, Maria, come. come. Okay. Now, here's Maria, right? Yeah. She says, say that again. Let everyone hear you. <laughs> Okay. Now, now, now. Now, it means, listen to me guys, it means she wants to be the first option. She wants to feel special. Now, this guy says to you, right? He says, Maria, I love you. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, this guy says, 
Maria, you will, you'll be, you will be my second wife, but I love you. All right? I dump you. So I dump you. Listen, 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 listen. But Maria, I will die for you. I love you, but you have to be my third wife. Um, um, divorce. <laughs> she wants divorce papers. You're not even. Will you marry first? You won't even marry him, right? Why? Because she says, "I want to feel special. I want to be the only one. I want all his attention." Listen, marriage is all about giving the whole attention to one person. The same thing with God. He doesn't want to be second. He doesn't want to be second. He doesn't want to be a spare tire in your boot. He doesn't want to be someone you say, God, yes, I love you, but I love the world more. I love my friends more. I love this more. She says, no, I want to be special. I want to be the only one. Round of applause to Maria. Now, now listen. Yeah, Moody, this is when I, I call you up. Come, Moody, come. Come, come Moody, come, come. Come, yes, yes. Come, come, come. Come on, give it up for Moody. Give it up for Moody. Now, one day, one day, one day, I don't know when, Moody's going to get married, right? Now, there's someone. No, there's someone. Listen to me, guys. There's someone. She's already married. Now, would Moody go to this person and say, I know you're married, but take me as a second husband? That's haram. Haram. That's haram. 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 He says haram. Why is it haram? Why? She says, I love you still, but Moody, you are the second husband. Listen. Moody is transfixed. It's like he cannot even imagine that. Why? He says, haram, forbidden. Because it's unthinkable. And it's the same way with God. God says, haram, haram. How? I've given my life for you. Why do you love others before me? I'm not calling you servants anymore. I call you friends. But why? Why do you still put others before me? Why? Thank you, Moody. Give it up for Moody.
Let's all say together. It's haram to put Jesus second. No, we need to be serious about this. It's, he's saying, no. I, I, can you focus on me, please? Yeah? It's, it's, it's haram. He says, I want you to be my friends. I want you to put me first. I want your heart. I don't want you as servants. I want your heart. That's what he's saying. Just like it's haram to think you'll be a second wife. Or it's haram to think you'll be a second husband. God says it's haram that I've done all this for you and given all this for you. But you keep saying no. I want you second. He invites you to be his friend. He invites you to be his friend. You can experience this friendship with God. You can. You can. He's calling you and saying, you can experience me. It's possible. But I need your heart. I need your heart. You will experience the warmth and the friendship of God. If you give him your heart, you will you will hear his voice. You will feel his warmth. You will experience his leadership, his guidance. As young people, you will be sure he's there with you. What more do we need? You can get his friendship. Jesus is the best friend anyone can have. And I love this quote here by Teresa of Avila. She says, for prayer is nothing else than being on terms of friendship with God. Prayer is not a chore. It's not a duty. It's a friendship. It's a friend speaking with a friend. You love it. You look forward to it. It's all about friendship. Do you want that? Abraham, my friend. Israel, my servant. No, God did not love Abraham more than Israel. But Israel had a servant mindset. Abraham had a friend mindset. What's, what's in your mind? What's in your heart? What do you want? Who is the friend forever? It's Jesus. I had friends when I was in primary school. I had friends when I was in secondary school. I had friends in the university. Most of them, I have no idea where they are right now. Most of them, we've lost touch. But I met Jesus as my Lord, my Savior, my friend in 1991. And he's been with me. Through the ups and downs, he's been with me. He stood with me. I've been to the hospital He's been with me. I've been broke without money. He's been with me. I've had friends reject me. He's been with me. I've been alone. But he's been there. My ups and downs, he's been there. In marriage, he's been there. 
Raising children, he's been there. I've traveled around the world, he's been there. I have failed. I've failed again and again. He's been there. He picks me up. He dusts me up. You know, something happened some years ago. I felt so broken. I felt like a failure. I sat down alone somewhere. And I was just feeling like I have failed God and I'm useless. And someone came to me. And he tapped my back and he said, hello. I said, yeah. He says, what's the matter? I said, why? I don't know you. This person sat with me and talked with me and talked with me and led me to a community of believers. Now, I, I honestly think that man was an angel. I never saw him again. As I look back, God saw me in my low point. Some of you, you've been at low points. Jesus is the best friend forever. He's there with you, and he will be there all through. Once you become aware that the main business that you are here for is to know God as friend, most of life's problems fall into place of their own accord. This is a quote by J.I. Packer. We are here to be his friends. We are here to know him. God doesn't want to be a mystery to us. God wants to be known. Another quote by Roxana. God is calling us into intimacy. Just like with your friend, you want to be close. I mean, I look at you, and I can almost see some natural friendships. You kind of sit together. You know, you, you hang out together. Even the way you are, some are lying on each other, some put their legs on the other. There's a friendship there. You feel comfortable. I mean, imagine me walking up to you and putting my legs on you. You say, what's that for? <laughs> but you know, someone else does that and it's normal, right? Yeah, he's my friend. You sit together, you hold yourselves, you talk together. God says, come, I want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. How many will respond to him tonight? And say, Lord, I'm sorry I put you second. Sorry I put you third. Sorry I had other things that were more important to me. I thought this and that and this and that was more important. But tonight, I want you to be first. I want you to be my friend. Friend for life. Best friend forever. Jesus, I want this. Do you want to make that a prayer tonight? Can I ask us to rise together? I know some of you are aching from the sports, but just a few minutes, just rise together. And can we make that a prayer, please? And say, Lord, I don't want to be second anymore. I don't want you to be second anymore. I don't want you to be third. You've put me first. I want to put you first. Just close your eyes and begin to talk to the Lord very quietly and say, Lord, I want to put you first. I want to put you first. I want us to sing a song. It's going to come up on the screen real soon. But I want you to pray first and say, Lord, 
I put you first. I put you first. Please sing with us. Sing. someone right next to you guys with guys and girls with girls and hold his hand and pray with him and say Lord help him to be a friend help him just pray with someone pray with someone two three it's okay pray for one another now and just say Lord help my friend here to be a friend of God are we praying together talk to someone and say Lord help him help her to be a friend. Are you praying, guys? Please, no talking to yourselves. Pray to the Lord. Ask the Lord, help him to be a friend of God. 
Help her to be a friend of God. Just talk to the Lord and say, Lord, draw her heart in. Draw his heart in. Draw their hearts in, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Listen to me. I want to pray for someone. I want to pray for someone. Listen to me here. I know with young people, you're always so conscious of one another and what people think. But is there someone here who says, Sir, pray for me. Because I want to be a friend of God. You say, Lord, please, tonight, I want to make an open declaration that I want to be your friend. Would you come and join me here? I want to pray with you. Now, maybe you're looking at someone else and saying, what will they think? Don't, don't worry about anyone else. But is there anyone who wants to be bold and say, I want to be a friend of God and I want you to pray with me. Just, just come. It's not to me, you're coming to the Lord, but you're making a statement. It's a public statement. And the Lord is saying, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can I ask you to just lift your voice and say this with me? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. You have loved me. You died for me. You have cared for me. You have looked out for me. And I thank you. Tonight, I come to you with all my sins and every baggage I carry. Many times, Lord, I put you second. I put you third. But tonight, I repent of all that. And I give you my heart. I'm not doing this for anyone else. I'm sincere, Lord. I want to be your friend. I want to really be your friend. So from tonight, draw my heart deeper. I want to feel your warmth. I want to feel your kindness more. I want to hear your voice as your friend. Thank you, Lord, for hearing this prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, if you made that prayer, and you really believed it in your heart, something has happened. And I want you to believe that. All right? It's not just because we're in camp. Something has happened. And as you leave the hall, talk to the Lord again and again and say, Lord, you are my friend and I am your friend. Best friends forever. Just thank Him and walk with Him. Amen. Amen. God bless you as you go back. God bless you.